Good morning, everybody. This is David Barron with another episode of Percussion Beginnings. We're talking today about more marching snare drum, and we're applying it also to marching drum lines. So we have, as a review, been talking about technique. We've been talking about eight on the hand, sixteenths, and accents. And as I was thinking yesterday, I actually um, recalled that I have indeed spoken about the 16th note grid. And so make sure that you just check that out. I think that's in the 16th exercise as far as what you can do with the accents. But make sure that you check out that portion. And today we're going to be talking about doubles. So um, you have some terms that are used interchangeably. You have doubles and you have diddles. You can say, you know, double strokes and things like that, but you'll typically hear the term doubles and diddles and they are used interchangeably and they mean the exact same thing. So it pretty much means that if you have a single stroke, you have one because of course the term single, one note is played on one hand and then you play one note on the next hand and you alternate back and forth. That is called single stroke playing. Now, double strokes are where, as the name implies, you have two strokes on each hand. So you're playing two notes per hand and they are two notes that are equally spaced apart. Now, this is going to open up Uh, the door for many other things for you to play more uh, probably most importantly will be the double stroke roll and so we'll be talking about that in the near future however uh, we have to now that we've established singles in your playing and in the drum lines playing now we have to start establishing doubles now before we get into the execution of things I think it's important to talk about which drums in a drum line typically do double stroke rolls and which drums in the drum line typically do not. So of course, easily speaking, cymbals do not do double strokes. They have other kinds of techniques to get maybe elongated sounds, um, long tones uh, are the percussion equivalent of a long tone. However, there are no double strokes on cymbals. Also, typically, single tenor drums do not do double strokes. In theory, could they? Sure. In theory, would you want to maybe write something for them that may be outside of the box, and would it be possible? Yes. Same thing with the bass drums. So, could they do it? Yes. Is it typical with monotone bass drums? I would say no. I have seen some tonal bass drums perform double strokes in some of their licks, in some of their runs, especially in the higher drums. So it's not unheard of in tonal drums, but it is very unlikely and much more unlikely in monotone bass drums. And of course, in your multi-tenors, you most certainly will be having double strokes. And absolutely, in your snare drum, 
most certainly will be having double strokes as well. So the most common drum to perform this technique will be on your snare drum and your multi-tenors. However, the following exercise is to be played in unison by everybody on the drum line except for the cymbals. And it's a typical exercise where you play a full rhythm on one hand and then you switch it on the left hand. So the rhythm that you have is one E, a two, and a E and four and. And so what you will do is you'll have that entire rhythm to be played on your right hand and then you switch and do the same thing on the left hand. One E, a two, and a E and four and. And then finally, on the right hand, you're going to play a longer rhythm. One E, a two, and a E and four E, a one and a E and three E, a four and. And so that ends the entire pattern, but it's set up to where it will continue from the beginning starting on the left hand so you can do the whole thing with the right hand lead and then the whole exercise alternates to where you do it with the left hand lead afterwards and then um, so you play it once with the right hand you repeat it with the left hand and then you are finished now of course with any exercise you can play it as many times or as few times as you like However, guess what you're supposed to focus on more than anything with this exercise? You got it, stick heights. So making sure that you're allowing the stick to bounce, kind of in a legato uh, stroke, you're not downstroking it, but again, you're, you're not loose either. You're, you're controlling the bounce, you're still keeping the tight grip, and you're still, uh, of course, keeping your back fingers on the stick. And you're getting, again, that big, beefy, characteristic sound that is for marching band. And you are playing that exercise. So, again, this exercise played in unison by everybody. That's tenor drums, multi-tenors, uh, bass drums, snares. So, typically with the cymbals, they're going to be doing something like crashing every downbeat of each measure. So it's going to be crashy a two and a e and four and crashy a two and a e and four and crashy a two and a e and four e a crash and a e and three e a four and just like that. So you can do that as a way to get the cymbals trained to know how to be that solid downbeat. That, per, that creates that what I call that explosion of sound between the bass drum and the cymbals. You can, of course, have them to keep time with quarter notes. You can have them to keep uh, time with eighth notes. You can have them split the eighth notes or the quarter notes uh, between themselves. Just whatever it is, but again, you're always reinforcing cymbals as timekeepers during these exercises. So, with all things, of course, with everybody else, make sure that they're being able to, once they get the exercise, once their technique and stick heights are solid, then make sure that they can do them at 3, 6, 9, and 12. Because after you have a full command of your instrument and the sticks, 
the next level is dynamic control. You have to make sure that you have dynamic control while looking the same and sounding the same. So, and this again is going to be your gateway exercise to the double stroke roll. So it is important to eventually, not, not immediately, but it is important to eventually speed up this exercise. However, with speed, the goal is to make sure that you continue to be clean and together. Nothing should be sacrificed. Um, we'll talk about the traveling fulcrum. That's how you. That's one of the things that comes into a speed later on. But again, when you speed it up, everybody should still be relaxed. Nobody should be tense. Uh, nobody should be changing the quality of their sound. And also. Um, there will be less space between the notes as you're playing faster. However, it should it should establish itself at the beginning and then stay there with the new tempo. So again, tempos are all controlled. So this is the uh, beginning doubles exercise. I hope that this is going to really help you because this is a really, 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 really important exercise to get you to the next level. So. Again, I hope this helps, and until next time, happy practicing.